Good evening and welcome to episode 30 of the Deacon and Co. Show. It is Monday. Yeah, Monday. Doing a show on a Monday. I know. I know. I know. I know. Monday, the 8th of February, 2021. Uh, I'd like to welcome my guest of honor today. Nay, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Anytime, pal. Anytime. Uh, Now, before we get into our show today, Nay, I just, you know, in case anybody, you know, we're going to talk about it in a few minutes. In case anybody, uh, you know, was upset with yesterday's outcome of the games, which I'm sure there was a lot of people, I hope you guys all enjoyed the Fab Four last night on Colbert. As we called and predicted, we knew we were getting Sandman. We got Sandman, and as you pointed out, Nay, James looks clean. Looks good. And the band sounded great, as usual. And hush, little baby, don't say a word. But we got more for that to come with Metallica. Nay, we're going to jump right into our first topic, and that was Super Sunday. Biggest one. Uh, hope you, Sunday of the year. Hope you guys enjoyed the touchdown report yesterday. We did a little mix and match for you guys so you can have a little fun, you know, for the biggest Sunday of the year. Uh, Nay, what happened in yesterday's outcome? Tampa Bay at home, first team that hosted the Super Bowl ever. Um, to win a Super Bowl. To win a Super Bowl. Uh, that was a 31-9 game. Uh, in that game, Nay, our buddy Patrick Mahomes went 26 for 49, 270 yards, no touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Two picks. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Mahomes has only been to two Super Bowls. Oh, at that a quarterback has not thrown a Super Bowl. Well, I've touched down a Super Bowl. Uh, I would probably. And this is just don't test me on this one. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that it probably was in that Denver Carolina game, or actually no, the most recent was the 13-3 Super Bowl with the Rams and the Patriots. No touchdowns. Most recent. So, and we'll, we'll double check that. I'll get that to you guys next week about that Panther game, but I'm pretty sure that Cam Newton did not throw a touchdown in the game. Um, rushing yards for Kansas City, 107. They're uh, out, ran, um, they were out, ran uh, 145 yards for the Bucks to 107 for Kansas City. Uh, in that game, they, Tom Brady yesterday, 21 of 29, pretty high percentage. 201, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, time of possession went to the Bucks, uh, 31-23 to 28-37. And the turnovers were the two interceptions that Mahomes had to the zero that Tampa Bay had. Now, here is the, not the difference that, uh, to me, made the game, but 11 penalties for 120 yards for Kansas City. Four for 39 for Tampa Bay. Have you always said that? The Kansas City has a lot of penalties on it. Yeah, and that's why I kept bringing it up because you could see that it really did hurt them when they were going to get the defense off the field. And I know that it didn't really, it doesn't seem like it made much of a difference here with the time of possession only being within a couple of minutes of each other. Um, but to get those guys off the field on a crucial situations where they potentially could have stopped points from going on the board, you know, they didn't do that. And they extended drives and uh, Brady was Brady. Brady was the sharpest I've ever seen him, um, you know, in a Super Bowl game. And. Defense was a yeah a uh, to plus plus. to start a game for Brady. I've seen him look sharp in in many Super Bowls, but to start this game, um, you know he, he completed eighty percent of his passes. I uh, just uh, unreal. I mean, the guy's just you know coming. He said he's coming back. You know, there's, he's right, so you have these six teams, uh, you know, or uh, teams with six wins: Steelers, Patriots, and then there's Tom Brady, who's got seven <laughs> more than any other franchise. 
this guy's got more Super Bowl trophies and brings home the hardware. Um, guys, we'll keep you updated once in a while that we'll do, uh, you know, especially we'll do a little draft special to see, you know, what's going on in the ordering and stuff like that. But uh, the touchdown report is going to be shut down for a bit, but we'll be back well, in September. Shut down. Not shut down. We're just in the off season. The off. Yeah, we're in the we're, off season. We're golfing. A couple of our fans brought it to my attention yesterday that how are you going to feel without doing a touchdown report? It's not so much how am I going to feel without doing a touchdown report. It's how am I going to feel on Sunday when I'm not watching football. That's that's the first hurdle. It's like an addiction. The first three weeks, you'll be okay. And then you'll, you'll get through. And then when you get closer to that 100-day mark, you'll start counting down that the touchdowns are coming. Trust oh, me. It happens every year. Nay, next topic. Uh, we didn't get to speak about this, and this is a big one. Um, our, our dearest buddy, Brian Hugh Warner, is a drop from his record label, uh, also known as Marilyn Manson. Yes, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Uh, he's dropped by his agent, Renzer. And he has sexual allegations, harassment, and belittling. And what, what, what do you know about this? What do you feel about this? What do I feel about this? Yeah, good old Marilyn. Kind of, like, expected. Okay. In what I'm, sense? In what sense? Yeah. He's a psychopath. In what sense is he a psychopath? He's, he's a creative psychopath. Okay. I'm just asking because I, I just... I mean, just look at his first video that he ever came out with. Do you think that he's... Of mind when he's singing the songs that he's singing. No, but you know what? It's 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 that type of genre of music that took. That's a bad name. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if you if you listen to the lyrics and and like like I hate to use it like a Metallica term yet, but violent use brings violent play, right? So if you're listening to music that's abusive and you're listening to things that are not good in the in the way you treat people yet, you know, alone yourself, like just take a look at the guy. He had a rib removed to orally please himself. Like, That's my point. He's psychotic. Who in their right mind would want to go and marry him, yet alone date him, or yet alone be his friend, or even represent this fucking guy? Oh, money brings money. Uh, money brings money, but you know what? Money can't fix a problem to somebody who's abusive, and it's not cool. I mean, from the allegations that some of his ex-wives uh, and girlfriends have presented, I mean, this sounds like just a normal Friday night at Marilyn's house from the things that he's doing to this girl. Or woman, rather. You know, and it's not fair. You know, everybody should be treated equally. And, you know, whatever it is with Marilyn Manson, let's hope that he gets his shit together. Because, you know... You just can't do shit like that in the world that we live in. Yeah, I mean, it would be a real shame if Jones Beach next year opens up and couldn't get their $17 for his concert ticket. It would be a real shame. No offense. Sorry, I like Marilyn Manson. Like, two of his songs. Don't condone any of the things that he does. Craziness. But... Glad that we got to bring that up there. Uh, what do you see happening for him? Is somebody else going to sign him in the future, or what do you think? Independent label. Independent label. I mean, does the guy have enough money that he can start I'm his? Sure, he has enough money. Yeah. So, well, he just released an album in September. Yes, I remember that. Money. Yes. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to the album? I have not yet. Doesn't look like I would be the one to listen to his album. No, but you're also the type of person that I would not expect to listen to brand new, and you said that they're up amongst your favorites. So, I mean, do I look like a guy who listens to Metallica? Yes. Uh, well, that I don't think so, but just like... <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving on. Next topic is a very, very good one, guys. And again, if you guys have not seen the Metallica on Colbert, I will post it to the show's page, so that way everybody can see it. But epic performance of Enter Sandman, once again. Um, Metallica number two is nay, and I've been waiting a couple weeks because I got on the show with uh, Dr. Brown, and I got a couple of uh, big guests coming up the next couple of weeks for you guys, um, but I haven't had a chance to get back to this. So let's go Metallica track number two is 
And we, we all may know what's going to win here on track two, especially if you know what the list of, of track number twos that I'm going to say is coming up right now. Um, what is what is your, you know, we're, we're going to, I'll read the list off and then we're going to give the answers of which is the most powerful one and two, because I think one is, is going to be the answer that everybody expects here. All right. Now, for, uh, number one from the four horsemen, kill them all. Um, now, off of that particular song itself, it's track two, again, off of the first album, and that's one of my favorites. I definitely think that they should have that in every concert. But off Ride the Lightning, Ride the Lightning, track two. Uh, now we have 1986, track two, off of Master of Puppets, Master of Puppets. Then we have off of And Justice for All, And Justice for All. So do you see what they did there for the middle three albums there? Their second song each time that they released an album was the name of the album. So now, Black Album, you have Sad But True, 2x4 off Load, The Memory Remains off Reload, St. Anger off St. Anger. Worst album of them all. Uh, end of the line off of Death Magnetic and Atlas Rise off of Hardwired. So uh, let's just get this out of the way here. Most powerful track number two leading into this would be Master of Puppets, it would say. Correct? Would be number one. Sure. All right. So now, out of the other nine that remain, what would be the number two for you? What would be, if you just eliminate Master of Puppets, because we know Master of Puppets is just Master of Puppets. There's nothing more to say about the it. Song? Yeah, the song? Yeah. Just, you know, like if you're listening to... You know, if you're listening to these songs, what would you say out of these ten songs right here, minus Master of Puppets, so these nine songs, what is the best song on there? The best song or the most powerful song? You're either one, in your opinion. I say the most powerful song would probably be uh, the Horseman. You think so? Yeah. Even though you don't, you're not guaranteed to get that every single concert. That would be your. I mean, well, that doesn't matter to me. That's okay. No, I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm giving the audience the perspective of what goes on both concert and just off of the list and stuff too. I would have to go and say for me, if I'm going to listen to a song that's going to out of these nine songs that is going to, if I'm listening to Metallica from an album, and I'm going to go into the album starting with track one. I'm going to think about what is ahead of me that's going to amp me up. So I'm going to go with the best song out of these songs right here. I'm going to say is going to be Ride the Lightning. Out of I the knew re- you were going to say that. Out of the remaining. I knew you were going to say that. I've watched a lot. You're lo- predictable. I've been, You're so predictable. I've been. Hands down predictable. I, I am. Well, I've been watching a, a bunch of uh, Metallica documentaries, as you know, and whatnot. Uh-huh. And I had some guy on there, and I'll get you his name. I forgot his name. He's one of, one of the um, metal um, the guitarist, or uh, I forget if he's a bassist or whatnot, but uh, from the English metal four on the English metal bands, and this guy says, and I quote, "I don't give a fuck what anybody says." Ride the lightning is Metallica's best album, and uh, a lot of people will argue it's puppets, and and, and like you, I, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that it's Master of Puppets because I think it's Ride the Lightning, and the the crazy thing about that is is yes, Master of Puppets is their best song. And that is such a great album, an amazing album. It's their number two. But to me, I agree with this man 100%. Um, and we'll get into that, and I'll get you guys all the information of uh, what I've been watching soon, as soon as I complete my little binge that I'm going on. Um, so with that being said, of all these songs, too, I mean, you have so many great ones on there. You have Injustice for All is, I mean, coming off, you got to think about, and this is what I'm asking from the perspective of, let's start an album, 
and we're going to get amped up as we listen to each song or well, what we're going to do. I don't know albums like that. That's why I'm explaining to you each week that you go on what the prior song is. So coming into Injustice for All, you would have Blackened. So Blackened's a song that it cranks you up, but then you're going to go and you're going to start off with something so beautiful and slow in the beginning, like, you know, to start Justice. So I'm coming right off of Fight Fire with Fire, Ride the Lightning, and that is my answer for that particular question. Now, nay, uh, our topic number four, okay? And uh, this is this is a crazy one because I always thought about this from the perspective as how can things just get any more crazier in this country? 1.4, we gave the uh, the number yesterday on the chicken, on the chicken, on the touchdown report of national... Chicken Council's record for 2020, and I said it was less, and you said it was going to be more, and what was our outcome it here? More, it was 1.42 yeah, billion. By, by, yeah, by, billion but yeah, there's 1.4 billion was last year, this year was 1.42, and that that's just, a, that's just crazy to me. So what does that equal? 200,000 more wings were consumed? I don't know, but after watching Super Size Me 2, I don't think I'm going to have any little chicken wings anymore because that was such a horrible movie. Yeah, well, that guy, you know, feeding and taking care of his livestock and then, see you later, guys. Yeah, You're off to slaughter. Yeah, that that's a little tough on there. But, um, yeah, so also, night the crazy thing about yesterday, too, we had 12.5 million pizzas sold. I would have thought it would have been more, to be honest. I mean, 12.5 I mean, is a lot. Because most of the people who do eat on Super Bowl weekend, eat like pickings, and wings are pickings, they're appetizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people eat like appetizers and snacks and nachos and uh, things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So I would think that number would be lower because you mm. don't pick on pizza, pizza's filling. Yeah, definitely crazy over here. Um, I, I can't wait to see what it's going to be next year, and hopefully we'll be able to enjoy it. Maybe we'll yeah. get to 1.5. Maybe we will, the way and this country's going. And then maybe we won't buy bags of wings the night before the Super Bowl. Yeah, and try to make them all and whatnot. But, you know, it happens, it happens. But, uh, no, we got some sports going on uh, tonight in the basketball world. Rockets, Hornets, uh, Wizards and the Bulls, Raptors and the Grizz, uh, T-Wolves are playing the Mavericks, the Cavs are going to Phoenix to play the Suns, Warriors and the Spurs. We got the Bucks and the Nuggets, and finally, Oklahoma City is coming to the big paperclip, also known as Staples Center, to play the Los Angeles Lakers, who will be without AD tonight, and LeBron is questionable. So and without Nay, because Nay will be sleeping by the time oh, yeah. he'll be on. <laughs> Definitely, uh, battle of two teams that are four, four, and two. The New York Fish Sticks, I mean Islanders, are playing the New York Rangers tonight, and just a momentarily. Uh, if the game has not already started. Uh, Carolina versus CBJ. Vancouver's in Toronto to play the Make Believes. I mean, Maple Leaves. Uh, the Oilers are playing the Senators tonight. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are playing the Nashville Predators. The Coyotes are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. Uh, genius of the week, Nay. Got a friend of mine. Uh, story about this one. Uh, I was going back a couple weeks, and I think I introduced this in the show when I had Ralph on of just people in general of, um, you know, bizarre shit that they do and people write the articles and whatnot. So I said that I would reveal the name of the place that I got my information from later on just to see if it was consistent and I match it up and everything. So ICC is the place that I got this from. Stanley County Animal Services helped a North Carolinan bow constrictor out from a dashboard of a car. They are the genius of the week. How, or my question is, 
why, okay, is there a bow constrictor stuck inside somebody's dashboard? Uh, depends on where you live. Like, what is the snake traveling? Why is the snake going for rides and this and whatnot? And and why is the snake not put in some type of captivity or cage or some type of travel? Or if it's wild. Well, it's. I don't know if it was wild because it was somebody's pet. So I don't know what the... You're right. I don't know the history of the snake itself. But I thought that was genius of the week because they diced this car to rescue the snake, which is great because I'm I'm all for the animals and reptiles and whatnot. But I have a snake story. So this is a true story. I don't know as far as um, what most people consider out, you know, insane or outrageous. But this is something that I would definitely consider out out there. Uh, Another snake story for you. So I'm visiting a friend of mine in North Carolina and they bring me over to another friend's house. And this guy is very distressed and he's sitting there and he's like, dude, I don't know what to do, man. My snake is not eating. He's not doing anything. He's just kind of laying there, but he's not dead. So I said, okay. So they brought him to the vet. The vet started asking what's going on. He says, ah, well, you know, I let my snake sleep with me in my bed. I let my snake, you know, walk around the house or slide around the house, you know, slither, whatever the fuck they do. Okay. And the the vet automatically, and when the guy told me this, like my jaw dropped, he goes, well, guess what, buddy? Uh, You're going to have to get rid of your snake uh, because your snake is planning to eat you. And it's, this is what they do. Like, they kind of just stalk the prey, and they were going to eat this guy. It was a big snake or whatever. It was a really big snake. So he got rid of the snake, long story short, or whatever. So I looked at this picture, and, and not that it's the same snake, but it looks exactly like the snake because they showed me the picture or whatnot. But just imagine that. Who lets a snake sleep with them? Seriously. Not a trouser snake. Let's, let's you know, that's different. I'm talking about an actual snake. Like, bow constrictor, whatever the situation is. How do you know that that thing would not eat you? You you really have that much trust? Like, yeah, Tiger King. people do. Tiger King. Okay, let's turn around and, like, go sleep with little cubs. Yeah, what happens when that little cub decides in the middle of the night that they want a little snack and they bite your dick off? I don't really know that they're going to go that far. Just... When, when they're pups like that, when they're babies like that, even though that they're... Especially rep- reptiles are different, but even reptiles... They learn to trust you that you're not going to be a threat to them, so therefore they're not going to hurt you. Yeah. But if they're gonna, if they hurt you, it's not intentionally. There's plenty of stories that you watch on the internet where so and so found X, Y, and Z animal and decided to take it in to take care of it, and that they have grown to be adults and they don't do anything to their their anim, you know, to their humans, to their people, to their sure. cub. Sure. Yeah. Well, I just found that one very bizarre. But well, I never want a pet snake. I'm just saying. No, why not? No, no way. Why not? No way. Why was mammals all the way? Mammals all the way. Dogs. Yeah, and do- more dogs. That's just rough. Uh, Nate, we're gonna move on to uh, rapids here. Uh, so quickly already in the show. Um, we have rapid number one NBA All Star game. Nay, what do you what are you feeling about that? Like, there's a lot of hype about this, and this that you shouldn't do it in the COVID world. You gotta wait till people are vaccinated or tested. I mean, literally, you're mixing the pot by having an all state an All Star game. Yeah, I, I um. Well, I mean, it, it was funny that you said All State like that because um, they're sponsoring it. There are sponsoring it That's here. That's not funny. Uh, no, no, no. The, you know, Jake from State Farm. This one, Chris Paul. That one. All the State Farm guys. You know, they're all hanging out. Yeah, crazy. I mean, football's over, so they might as well 
jump on the basketball train. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, my feelings and thought about this All-Star game is that if you're going to give guys a week off, okay, like, that's time for players that have COVID issues to get it under control, to give guys rest, and uh, I think it's just really clearly just a joke. But um, there probably are stipulations inside of their contracts that state, like, that if you no, if you make the All-Star team, we'll give you an extra million, or we'll give you this, or whatnot. Yeah. But with right now, what's going on, it shouldn't matter about this All-Star game, because right now, especially hockey... They're now taking three hundred million on a bailout, or thirty million, or whatever it is, just or three hundred million, I think it was, just to turn around and and pay everyone because you don't have fans in the stands. You don't have money, so well, not making money. Yeah, like what are you doing? You're really essentially hurting yourself, uh, you know, with that situation. But uh, you know, see how it goes. I mean, everyone's got to make a buck somehow. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I just to me, it's just a little odd there or whatnot. But um. Next one up here, Nay, and, and this one just really, to me, uh, this is a repeat one, and I think it's really uh, a great one now because California or Florida, who's the better sports state? You got two and two now. You got the Lakers and the Dodgers who've won, and you've got the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We had this conversation a couple months back, and I said there's absolutely no fucking way the Tampa Bay is going to go two and two versus California, but... Dominance. Who's the better? Who's the better state for the uh, for for the sports? New York. Yeah, New York. <laughs> that especially, wasn't an option. Especially the Jets. That wasn't the option. <laughs> yep, that was. I thought that was an option it, when you asked me that question. It was not. Um, who's better? Ah, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Can I mix and match? No. That doesn't help me. Mix and match what? There's only two options. Well, you got to pick one. It's either <laughs> no, California or say, Florida. I would say that basketball no you can't do that California it's just all, and all, football is well i mean it, basketball could have been florida as well because they played the uh, miami heat the heat's not going anywhere well the heat are a good squad i think but uh california all the way here guys because well, of course you're gonna pick california uh, listen i mean california hockey you, is is you, done this is like literally asking deacon if he likes the Lakers or if he likes the Lakers. Like, literally, he likes the Lakers, so obviously he's picking California. No, it does, he's never been a fan of Florida. Uh, well, listen. Let, he let's, hates the let, Dolphins. Let, and the only reason why he likes the Buccaneers is because Tom Brady. I don't like the respect. Buccaneers. Let's just get that out of the picture here right right off the bat nope, here. I don't nope, like the Buccaneers. No, okay? like the Buccaneers. No, we all when, know it. Okay, when we're fighting, when we're, 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 we're sitting here... Picking two teams in the Super Bowl, sure, I liked because I'm not going to root for a guy that's in my division, sure. But in the aspect of things, I, I think baseball is going to still stay in, in California. I, I think football, I think the stronger teams are... Um, well, it depends on who gets traded and who goes where. Well, I still think that the stronger teams are going to stay in Florida. Hockey is going to stay in in uh, you know between California teams or Florida teams. I think Florida teams have the stronger you don't hockey. Think Canadian teams are going to win this year. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm comparing two states. It has nothing to do with Canada. I'm comparing California and Florida. So, with that aspect of things, and and, and we'll, we'll branch on that in a second, but. I think hockey is going to stay in Florida, and I just think that baseball and basketball are really what California has right now because the Chargers are going to be up and coming. Um, the Rams are going to be up and coming, and I think that, um, you know, like you said, with the trades and whatnot, California might take that. But uh, I still i am going California on this one. Um, Nate. I don't think I picked one. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I think you just tried to split it, but that's okay. If you don't want to pick one, Nate, that's fine. Um, 
the last rapid here and there, I saved this one for last because I figured it was going to be a little more of uh, rapid than uh, what it would be. Um, top five commercials from yesterday. Like, I had a blast watching these commercials. Um, they have been better over the years. But what were your what were your commercials? What do you think were the good oh ones? Uh, there's a lot, there was a lot of commercials. Well, I think the most talked about commercial... Or the one that you may have missed is the Reddit commercial. It literally was on the screen for five seconds. They didn't want to pay the full whatever millions of dollars for a full 30-second spot. So they only blew their money on a five-second spot. So if you didn't see what they wrote on screen, which is really hard to read in five seconds because it looks like a freaking letter, then you were screwed. So that was, I thought that was creative in, in marketing terms. Cause sure, because now everyone's going to check out yeah. what what was said. Um, but if I have to pick my favorite commercial, I definitely would put M and M's up there. That was pretty creative. Yeah, yeah. And I promise I won't eat any more of your friends. Yeah. Oh, maybe just one. <laughs> and I I like the Matthew McConaughey one. Yeah. I thought Mountain Dew was a little overplayed with John Cena, yeah. but. Again, everyone's trying to get people to go on social media, so if you guess the right amount of Mountain Dew bottles, lucky for you, you won a prize. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like a million or something or whatever, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah. How about you? Uh, me, I, I, I just, uh, I enjoyed the uh, Matthew McConaughey one. I, um, I enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson one. That was a good one. Yeah, he, that one really just, yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, the Verizon. Samuel L. Jackson, and, and, he can literally read the alphabet. And he still would enjoy what he has to say. Yeah, and he and he's he called out Juju Schuster, which was great. You know, like yeah. like come on now, Juju. You know, it was great. But uh, if I'm gonna put him in in a, like a order sense, then my number five is gonna be the Joey Bosa commercial. Got to represent for the Chargers. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is gonna be in a um, number four position, and his Samuel is gonna be three. M&M's are going to be number two. That one was great. And then I got a tie for number one with uh, Mila Kunis Cheetos commercial. Oh, yeah. That it was great. Me, Shaggy. Yeah. That, that was a good one. That was great. And Wayne's World. Wayne's World! With, so, with Cardi B. Yeah, with Cardi B, where she was rocking out. And I thought that was really great and whatnot. So. It was definitely creative. Yeah. I do like also, to going back on the marketing spin of everything, um, that tied, even though the Jason Alexander... I I think it was a stupid commercial, but I like the fact that people who are fans of um, whatchamacallit, Seinfeld, and are friends of fans of him, that they could bid or put in a donation to win one of those hoodies that were featured in the commercial. Yeah. And so I always like a good pay-it-forward story. Sure. So if you donate um, on their Tide website, you can get a chance to win one of those crazy-ass hoodies with the different faces on it. And that goes back to, I believe, Feed America, which is a great organization. Yeah, definitely. And and always about paying it forward here on the Deacon & Co. show as well. Um, they ha- had a lot of great things that you know they they the organization particularly did as well besides that i mean i countless number of meals that they're providing for people all across the country which is great we're still in a pandemic and there's still a lot of people that are out of work and if you guys get a chance and want to donate to your local food drives just type it in google and they'll show you where to go um i've seen a lot of indoor food drives and like pantries like that situation but not as much as i've seen and the nicer weather where they were having drive-throughs and yeah, like drive-bys. giving pizzas and all kinds of cool stuff out to people, which was really nice and stuff too. Um, 
upcoming on the Deacon and Co. show, we got two big guests, uh, very important guests next week, who has done something so cool that I can't wait, and I can't spill the beans yet, but he is coming, and will be there, and then I have a uh, former guest on the show, my personal friend, Phil Johnson, comedian, he is hysterical, hysterical. he is doing a new special, it's coming out, he's got new music coming out, so we're going to get him on, and we're going to tell everyone what he's got going on, so it's going to be real fun coming on there. In the meantime, guys, please do us a favor, follow us on the majors of social, Instagram, and Twitter. And any comments, concerns, questions, problems, chokings, uh, geniuses of the weeks, snakes that are crossing the street, turtle crossings that you want to let us know about, please email us at deaconandcoshow at gmail.com. But for now, Deacon and Nay are out.